0: Just about that age cursing at the world through a lion's cage Telling myself I was the victim Young intuition Always seem to lead that way <laughs> Tell me why every time I look in my eyes All of the things I've always hated in myself come alive I'm looking up, and down, feeling like a guy. die All of the things I'm feeling Chapter 11 like... They're behind us It was Rachel yelling Breaking through the side of the tunnel Cassie screamed They're everywhere Help, help ah! The speed of the attack was incredible The force of the attack was impossible to explain There were hundreds of them Ahead, behind Flooding up from the side tunnels Bursting from the walls My leg, they bit off my leg Oh, oh, my neck, oh help me There were three of them on me They were pulling me trying to force me down so they could tear me apart. Tear me apart? A fourth scampered over my head, brushing my antennae. He locked his mandibles on my narrow waist. He was trying to bite me in half. There was no defense. We could not win. We would all be dead in a few seconds. They were machines, absolutely without fear. Unstoppable. Morph! I yelled. It's the only way! Morph! One of my legs came loose, torn away. Ripped out by the roots Ah! No, no, help me I could feel my waist being sawed through by grinding sharp mandibles A searing liquid was fired at me Poison They were stinging me Stinging me again and again and ripping me apart Human I wanted to be human again Please just let me live long enough to become human again Morph Jake's voice Then UGH! No! No! My waist would snap. The mandibles would not release me. Then, suddenly, the pressure around my waist was gone. Instead, I felt the sandy soil pressing against me. I was growing. I couldn't breathe. Sand blocked the air. Pressure. Then, the ground around me opened up. I swear it was like climbing out of a grave. The air! Fresh, clean night air! I exploded up out of the sand. Jake was on top of me, pushing against me as he grew, and the others, who had only been inches away in the tunnel, also pressed together in a rapidly growing heap of misshapen bodies. I tried to squirm away, but it was awkward. I was only half human. But at last, I lay there on the ground, staring up through human eyes at the stars. Are you guys okay? It was Tobias. Cassie? Jake asked I'm okay, Cassie said Me too, Jake Thanks for asking Rachel said We were all alive All in one piece Four humans and an andalite I looked down and saw the disturbed sand Where we had pushed our way up and out Thousands of ants Almost too small to see Were racing wildly around There too, in the dirt Was the transponder I picked it up Rachel was stomping the ground back down, trying to flatten it out so it wouldn't look strange Jake? I said Let's not try this again anytime soon He nodded shakily One day, I'm a lobster Then I'm an ant I figure the next step down the evolutionary ladder is a virus or something And I just want to say right now, I'm not doing it I am not going to become phlegm, even to save the world It wasn't much of a joke But there was a kind of lame little laugh from everyone And Rachel stopped stomping the ants I mean, the ground That night, when I went home I took a shower I found the head of an ant It was still locked onto the skin of my waist Lots of people think only humans fight wars That only humans are murderous Let me tell you something Compared to ants Humans are full of nothing but peace, love, and understanding A month or so after the experience with the ants I picked up a book about ants The author said If ants had nuclear weapons They would probably end the world within a week He was wrong It wouldn't take them that long Chapter 12 I was cool I was fine I slept okay There were dreams But I just put them out of my mind When I got up the next morning I ignored the fact that my dad's eyes were red, like he'd been crying. He was getting worse, not better, as we got closer to Sunday, to the second year anniversary of my mom's death. But I had to put that out of my mind, too. I had to put a lot of things out of my mind. It was getting to be a habit. I saw Jake in the hallway at school. I pretended not to notice him. I saw Rachel, too. She had a dark look in her eyes, like she hadn't slept. Like something was really wrong Even Cassie seemed grim It had gotten to all of us It's not so easy to just forget terror It's not easy to just ignore the memory of your leg being ripped off Of being dismembered, torn apart One of these days, I thought One of us is just going to go crazy Totally lock me up in a rubber room so. It was too much This wasn't how life was supposed to be One of us would snap One of us would lose it It could happen, even to strong people I knew It had happened to my father I used to think that nothing could ever destroy him But my mom's death had He used to be an engineer A scientist, really He's incredibly smart We had a nice house We had a nice car I used to live practically next door to Jake I know all that stuff isn't important I know having things isn't what life is about, but it was still hard when my dad just stopped going to work Jerry, his boss, tried to be nice He gave him a couple of weeks to deal with losing mom But a couple of weeks was not enough My dad's a janitor now, part-time He gets jobs with a temporary service He unpacks boxes at department stores, that kind of thing But I don't care what kind of job he has, that doesn't matter What matters is that when I lost my mom, I lost my dad, too See, people can snap People can lose it I know I cruised through the morning classes No big deal At lunch, I ended up at a table with Rachel She didn't seem to notice me She was just hunched over her meal, eating mechanically A girl named Jessica came walking past with her tray She bumped into Rachel, which made Rachel drop her fork It splattered down in the food on her tray I don't know if Jessica did it deliberately or not She's the kind of girl who thinks she's tough Watch it, Rachel snapped What? Jessica demanded, acting outraged Are you yelling at me? Don't give me any of your mouth I might have to slap it for you Then she shoved against Rachel's back In a flash, Rachel was up out of her seat She spun around She grabbed Jessica by the collar of her sweatshirt And pushed the girl back against the next table Jessica probably outweighs Rachel by 50 pounds But it didn't matter Rachel had her on her back On the table Scattering dishes and food everywhere Rachel leaned over Jessica And in a voice of cold steel said Don't Touch Me I saw Jake across the room Too far away to intervene Cassie was with him It was up to me I jumped up and raced to Rachel I took a deep breath and shoved both my arms between them Back off, Marco, Rachel said Get her off me, she's crazy, Jessica cried I pushed against Rachel, trying to force her off Jessica Suddenly, Jessica started lashing out I assumed she was trying to hit Rachel She missed Ow! I grabbed my left eye What are you hitting me for? And that's when the first teacher showed up Five minutes later, Jessica, Rachel, and I were sitting in the assistant principal's office Chapman's office Jessica was acting outraged in a very loud voice Rachel was staring stonily ahead I was wondering whether my eye would just keep swelling up Chapman glared at us What is the meaning of this? He demanded Fighting in the lunchroom? And you, Rachel, of all people What, like you think she's better than me? Jessica demanded Chapman ignored her, he focused on Rachel Is something the matter? Mr. Hollerim says he started the fight Are you okay, Rachel? Is there some kind of stress in your life? For a split second, I was afraid The look in Rachel's eyes was dangerous I had this terrible flash of her saying Yeah, Mr. Chapman, I'm a little stressed I nearly got killed turning into an ant to sneak into your basement to fight you and the rest of your evil yerk friends I knew Rachel was too cool for anything like that But then, I would have said she was too cool to start a fight in the lunchroom It's my fault, Mr. Chapman, I said Your fault? His eyes narrowed Yes, sir, um They were fighting over me See, they both want me They're both madly in love with me, and I can certainly understand why Can't you? Are you crazy, you little toad? Jessica shrieked But when I glanced over at Rachel I saw just the slightest little tugging at the corner of her mouth The beginnings of a smile Chapman yelled at us for a few minutes And told us all to make appointments with the school counselor Then he let us go In the hallway outside his office Rachel walked with me I wish I could do that, she said What? Always think things are funny It's why you're so, you know, cool and in control Me? Cool and in control? The idea surprised me Rachel thought I was in control? Yesterday, last night It got to me, she said She shrugged Then she smiled her supermodel smile at me You grind my nerves sometimes, Marco Always joking the way you do But keep it up, okay? We need a sense of humor. Humor? You thought I was kidding? You mean you and Jessica aren't both insanely in love with me? Dream on, Marco, she said. Chapter 13 Axe finished building his distress beacon. He had it ready the next day, now that he had the Z-Space transponder. Now we just had to figure out where to lay our trap. It couldn't be any place that would ever be connected with us Not Cassie's farm or the nearby woods Not even anywhere in town if we could help it A couple days after the ant episode We hooked up again in the fields of Cassie's farm Up against the trees of the forest This was one area we definitely had to keep safe It was the only place we had to keep Axe If this mission to help him escape failed It was Tobias who came up with the answer There's a gravel quarry. It's further inland. There's never anyone there. And it is just about an hour's flying time away. If we're flying somewhere, we'll have to get Axe a bird morph of some type, Jake said. He looked at Cassie. We have a few choices in the barn, she said. She bit her lip, thinking. We have a northern harrier that was poisoned. About your size, Tobias. Axe, do you mind picking up a bird morph? Jake asked. I have admired Tobias's shape. It is truly wonderful in every way. The sharp talons. The beak. Much better than the human body. Not that I mean to offend. It is just that humans have no natural weapons. I miss my tail when I am in human morph. No offense taken, I said. But you're wrong about humans having no natural weapons. You marinate human feet in a pair of old tennis shoes for a few hours on a hot day, and you'll see a deadly weapon. The dreaded stinkfoot. Okay, that's settled, Jake said. Now let's get down to details. If we're going to call down a bugfighter, we need to have a plan ready. Saturday should be the day, I think. As long as it doesn't involve ants, I said. I meant it as a joke, but no one laughed. No ants, Jake agreed quietly. I shook my head in amusement. You know... We're talking about taking on hork and Taxons. I used to think they were the scariest things in the world. But it's the little ant that scares me worst now. When the meeting broke up, I hung around till Jake was done saying goodbye to Cassie. Jake and I walked home together. For a while, we talked about the normal kind of things we used to talk about before. Before our lives changed. We talked about basketball and disagreed over which was the best NBA team. We talked about music. Neither of us had bought a new CD recently We even talked about whether Spider-Man could kick Batman's butt, or vice versa You know, stupid, normal, everyday stuff I was stalling, because I didn't want to have to tell him what I had decided But Jake's been my friend forever, he knows me Marco, what's the problem? What do you mean? I mean, you haven't said a single mean yet funny thing the whole way That's not you I laughed. Then I just blurted it out. This is my last time, I said. What do you mean? He knew exactly what I meant, of course. I'm in it for this time, but that's it. No more after that. And I'm serious. No one is going to guilt me into it. I've done enough. He thought about that for a little while as we walked. You're right. You have done enough. You've done a million times more than enough. It's just been too many close calls Yeah One of these days we aren't going to pull it off, you know Ten more seconds and those ants would have had us And before that, it was a pot of boiling water And before that, I was practically killed by sharks I mean, come on, enough is enough You're right, Jake said Yeah I was surprised that he took it so well I guess I shouldn't have been We all kind of treat Jake like he's the leader, but he's never been pushy about it. What are you going to do Sunday? he asked. That took me by surprise again. I don't know. Some Sundays we go to my mom's grave, leave flowers and all. But this is the two-year thing. I shrugged. I don't know, man. He just nodded. But I'll tell you one thing, Jake. A year from now, I don't want my dad going to leave flowers at two graves. Chapter 14 This is wonderful! Wonderful! Flying! The six of us were all together, flying. It was the first time for Axe. He just kept saying how wonderful it was. He wouldn't shut up. It was the most excited he'd been since he'd discovered coffee. Which was cool, because flying really is wonderful. These are excellent eyes, Axe said. Far better than your human eyes. Even better than my Andalite eyes. Yes, birds of prey usually have great daytime vision, Tobias said. I think mine may actually be a little better than yours, though. I doubt that, Axe said. It is hard to imagine better vision than this. Remember the good old days? I asked. When we used to argue over who had the best jump shot, now it's who has the best bird eyes We were sailing above a patch of woods It was almost solid green below us We had risen high on a beautiful thermal A thermal is a warm bubble of air that acts like an elevator Letting you soar high with almost no effort We hoped there would be no bird watchers down in the woods We made a very unlikely flock A red-tailed hawk, a falcon A harrier, a bald eagle, and two osprey We kept some distance between us so it wouldn't be too obvious that we were together Also, the eagle, who was Rachel, was carrying something that looked like a small TV remote control She was the biggest bird She got stuck lifting the weight I have an idea, I said Let's just blow off the suicide mission and spend the day flying around Sounds good to me, Cassie said She meant it to be lighthearted. It sounded just a little too serious. There's the quarry, Tobias announced. Dead ahead. Dead ahead. Excellent choice of words, I said. We made a large circle over the area, looking for anyone who might be in the woods. But there is no one. We spiraled down from the sky, down into the deep open gash in the earth that was the gravel quarry. It was a desolate place, just a big hole in the ground with some water in the lower spots A few minutes later we were back in our usual forms Minus shoes, of course, and wearing a motley collection of morphing clothes We look like a trapeze act from a cheap circus, I said Way too much spandex Don't start with the uniforms again, Rachel said It was an old debate I would say how we needed some decent superhero uniforms You know, like the X-Men or whatever But now, I realized, I shouldn't be talking that way As if we were all going to be together in the future I couldn't tell if Jake had told any of the others that I was quitting Probably he had told Cassie I doubted Rachel knew or she would have said something The same with Tobias And Axe? Who knew with Axe? He was still a mystery to us. It was one of the things I would miss after I quit. I mean, how often do you get to hang out with a real alien? That and the flying. I would miss the flying. But if I was out, I had to be out all the way. I guess I must have looked morose, sitting there on a pile of rocks, thinking. Jake came over and kind of gave me a shove. You know, in a friendly way. Come on, we need to get back under the overhang. Out of sight Great, I said The rocks will fall and crush us And we won't have to worry about the yurks There was a sort of shallow cave In the quarry wall Not deep at all, but it would hide us From anyone flying over Well, Jake said Let's try this out Axe, you ready to trigger that thing? Yes, I am very ready, Prince Jake Jake looked around at everyone You all ready to go into your various morphs? We nodded, all except Axe See, we were all going to go into morph Our strongest, deadliest morphs In order to take care of the yurt crew when they came But Axe didn't have anything but a shark, a lobster, an ant, and a harrier We figured he'd be better off in his own andalite body Which was plenty dangerous Okay, Axe, do it Everyone, morph And let's keep our fingers crossed, I added Or talons, claws, or hooves, as the case may be Axe pushed a button on the distress beacon As far as we could tell, nothing happened It is working, he reassured us So Rachel, Cassie, Jake, and I began to morph These were all morphs we had done before There would be no battle to maintain control over the animal mind Rachel went into her elephant morph We figured we might need that brute strength and size Jake slowly became a tiger Cassie used her wolf morph And I focused on my gorilla What a freak scene this is I laughed as the changes began Anyone who stumbled into this would think he'd lost his mind It was definitely odd You haven't seen weird till you've seen Pretty blonde supermodel Rachel Grow a trunk as thick as a small tree And ears the size of umbrellas Or Cassie growing gray fur over every inch of her body falling to all fours, and bearing long yellow teeth. And then there was Jake. Huge, curved claws grew from his fingers. A snake-like tail whipped out behind him. Orange and black fur covered him. And when he was done, he was a full-grown tiger. Almost ten feet from his nose to his tail. Easily four hundred pounds. If something deadly can ever be beautiful, it's a tiger. Bet I could kick your butt, I said to Jake. Yeah, monkey boy? I don't think so. Hey, I could stomp both of you, Rachel said. She walked closer, swinging her trunk and flaring her ears out. A moving mountain. This is so mature, Cassie said, arguing over who can beat who. Ha! You're only saying that because we can all kick your butt, Wolfie, I pointed out. As if, Cassie protested, you'd have to catch me first. And I could still be running long after the three of you were worn out and fast asleep. You have an amazing variety of animals on your planet, Axe said. Someday, when the Yurks are defeated, Andalites will come here simply to try out the many animal forms. It would be like a vacation. Joe Andalite, you've won the Super Bowl. Now where are you going? I said, mimicking the Disney World commercials. I'm going to Earth to turn into a lobster. I don't understand, Axe said. I started to explain, but just then, a red light began to flash on Axe's homemade distress beacon. The response signal! They are coming! Quick, everyone to your places, Jake said. He slunk away, liquid power, to hide in the shadow of a boulder. Rachel pressed back under the shallow overhang. Cassie trotted to a spot to the right of Jake, and I tried not to look like a 400-pound gorilla behind a pile of gravel. Tobias flapped hard, struggling to gain altitude. Swoosh! It came in low, just above tree level, then disappeared before turning to come back. A bugfighter, just as we'd planned. Here's your ride home, Axe, I said. Hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of Audiomorphs, the Animorphs Auditory Experience. This is your host, Daniel. Thank you for listening. I don't have anything important to say here, but I feel like I should say something here. So what I'll say is, if you liked what you heard here, go visit us at audiomorphs.podbean.com or search us up on iTunes. Just search Audiomorphs and leave a review and a rating. I still don't got any of those, I don't think. I haven't checked this week. I don't check very often because... You know, there's like 20 of you. But, you know, if you use iTunes, give it a shot. Why not? You know? If you do this, I'll I'll leave a review for a podcast that I listen to on iTunes. I haven't done that either, because I don't like using iTunes. I get it. I get it. Anyway, (laughs) if you'd like to reach me and tell me to stop asking for reviews, you can do that at audiomorphscast at gmail.com. And audiomorphscast.tumblr.com That's all the news I got for you News? That's all I gotta say tonight Have a good night, everybody My name is Daniel And I believe one day The Andalites will come Until then We fight